to pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. That's it. Reds have secured their 10th straight victory. There go the runners. The pitch. Outside. He walked him. Hop, skip, and jump to home plate. Jock Peterson gets a bases loaded walk to force in the winning run, and the Giants win their ninth in a row. Well, they're going to go down as one of the better teams that's ever played at our university. So, uh, you know, 10 years from now, they're going to bring their kids back to here and said I was here at one point. Hour 3, T-Row in the morning show, Wednesday morning, hump day, June 21, seventh-ranked day of the week. Toby and TJ back with you here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. ORU knocked out of the College World Series yesterday, 6-1. to one, They fall to TCU. Last night, LSU eliminates Tennessee, 5 nothing. We are one day away now from the NBA draft in Brooklyn. But right now, we are drafting. And what a thrill this is, TJ, because uh, this is the perfect judge for this competition because Mike Steely is really the father of of sports radio show drops in Oklahoma. That's probably true, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I remember I used I remember I was like two or three years old when I was listening to Mike Steely. Yeah, my grandpa uh, used to his... tell me stories of drops that he would play. <laughs> That's exactly Yeah, right. Exactly. Good morning, Steel Man. How we doing guys? How we doing? I'm gonna we're I'm doing... gonna judge each of these clips on a one to ten scale and then we're gonna do we're gonna add them up. It's okay. a very scientific formula. Now you listen to the show, so these are not entirely foreign to you, correct? I would think I would know probably at least 90, 90% of them. Okay, very good. Very good. Um, yeah, okay. Very, what's your favorite clip of all time that, uh, <laughs> from the Mike Steely show? Not from our show. Oh, from, God, you're asking from your these. historic history, Mike, what's your favorite? Oh, my gosh. There was one that we used to call the Dan scenario for the late, great Dan Lutz <laughs> that we would play, and it was from the Ed Wood, and it was a, there was a scene where Bella Lugosi was wrestling an octopus um, in the water <laughs> yeah. at night, and it was, rah, rah, and we, we would always say, hey, Dan just drank some pepper-flavored laboris or something, you know? And, rah, it, so we must have played that a million times. Oh gosh, I miss Dan Lute so much. What a Dan guy. Dan was the best. What a guy. Okay, so these are just clips we've captured through the years, and we keep them around, and we're silly, and we have fun with them. And so I'm going to draft five. TJ's going to draft five, and at the end of it, you tell us who 
you think today's winner is. Uh, it's early in the season, but I'm out to an early 2-0 lead in the daily draft. So, TJ, do you understand? Do you have any questions today? I No, I understand, yeah. I'm Mike, are you, are you good? You ready to roll? Let's do it. What an honor to have the steel band on our show. This I don't know fun. if I've right. ever been this nervous over a draft. <laughs> really? Why are yeah. you nervous? I got butterflies. It's like the NBA draft right now. Is it because Steelman's on with this, or uh, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. Now he's judged for us before in the past, I believe. So I don't think that. Hey, right. by the way. Uh oh, Uncle's here. Quiet, oh, DJ. Got a bone to pick with you and your programming. All right, I'll do it right after this draft. Oh wow! Oh, okay. All right, Uncle. I didn't know Uncle <laughs> Sorry. Was here. I didn't know Uncle was here today. Okay, here we go. Um, I, I'm going here at number one. I think it's I think it's pretty easy. I think it's probably the clip we've played the most. It's probably my favorite clip. I'm going here with my number one selection. It's TJ's fault. Pretty simple. I I'm believe going... there's two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's TJ's fault. There's a uh, that one about a Hall of Fame uh, radio uh, host, and uh, the other one I think that is the other top pick is a Hall of Fame football coach. So. I wanted it's TJ's fault because it has become, well, it was a movement. So it's a it great a pick. Movement. It's a great the pick. Or, the origin, I, for those who don't know, is this. Uh, for the first spring game with Brent Venables, <laughs> TJ had sources that said the upper decks would be closed. Right. And, and it was a uh, legitimate source. <laughs> And the upper, de- open decks, the upper decks were open, which is why we had lines all the way down Lindsay and out to I-35. It's why the upper deck in. got opened, and they said, uh-oh. Thousands of people stayed home because they thought the upper decks were going to be closed, and uh, and they were indeed open. It's TJ's fault. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, TJ. I get pick. that around town now. So uh, I'm going, as I said, Hall of Fame football coach, uh, the da-da-da. Uh, it's turned into songs. It's uh, it's been a movement in itself. So I'm going Bob Stoops. Da 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 da. Why can't I find it? Hang on a second. Why I think can't it was on the it? first page, but I don't know what order you sent me those picks in. So yeah, I'll find it here in just a second. Da 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 da. We just played that uh, last week. TJ, there we go. Da 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 da. <laughs> that was from his. Uh, that, that was from his uh, press conference. Press conference, yes. When uh, w- was it left. after Lincoln left? Lincoln left, and he's saying something. He's like da 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 da. Yeah. Go and then we turned it into a Christmas song. So. Lincoln thinks he uh, <laughs> he he, uh, he invented football. Da 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 da. Yeah, that's right. It made its way into deck the halls and all kinds of things. And- Bear with us. There you go. There you go. That's how it goes right there. That's a good pick. Now, do good I pick. judge the song or just the clip itself there? <laughs> the song's a 10. <laughs> da, 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 da by itself. I think, I think you could count it. Yeah, in it's there. all encompassing. It's I all think. encompassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, give it a nine. Number two pick, I'm going up. Uh, Fairly recently, uh, this is within, uh, oh, the last few months anyway, but it has quickly risen the charge for me. Get inside, get inside, take shelter. I think it's Skip Johnson. 
Encouraging everyone to take shelter with my number two, uh, number two selection. <laughs> oh, excellent pick. Um, boy, there's like three or four I really like here. I'm going to go <laughs> with my fantasy dream, <laughs> which gave us the line, Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Explain to people where that came from. I, oh, I uh, wow. was extremely tired one morning. I had had a dream about Michelle Tafoya. Is, is your wife mad about this clip? No, 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 no. It wasn't even that type of dream. But mm. I yelled that line and Trey clipped it. I, at this point, I don't even remember. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. <laughs> Wasn't she like chasing you and through a mall or something like chasing that? Chasing me through a mall or something, yeah. I think there was a shower involved that, I don't know. I don't oh, easy know. now, easy. <laughs> Kids listening. Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, um, that's great. Okay, uh, number three picks. Uh, I'm going, this will either win it or lose it for me because I know how Mike Steely feels about this um, guy. Because in Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and you know go to the beach or anything like that. It was just kind of planes. Like actual planes, not yeah. the flying ones. I'm going Caleb Williams like shopping, TJ, with my number three selection. <laughs> oh, well, there, that's the Darko pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, I think this one's underrated. We play it a lot, but I love it. I can't get enough of it. I'm going with the "Love You, Ted," and the uh, "I Know" clip. For love you, Ted. Uh, I missed you Saturday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what a soft-hearted guy. I know. I know. I don't know. Love you, too. Uh, that's a good one. That's good. Might okay. have to rebound here in round four, Toby. Uh, I can tell the Caleb Williams pick fell flat with uh, with Steel Man. Uh, okay, I'm going very new, TJ, with my number four selection. This is uh, our latest ad to the uh, drop page. <laughs> we kicking this on me. Uh, we kicking this thing off. <laughs> Good rebound. That, that was from uh, last week, the SEC selection show, telling the story about. See, you uh, just you just got Nikola Jokic right there, late in the draft. There we very go. Nice. <laughs> he was talking about uh, Bobby Jack. Uh, the old Miss game from 1999. So, all right, teach fourth pick. We're getting late. I think I'm going to go back and take another Bob Stoops pick, and I'm taking Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football. Oh, it's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football, and everyone needed a little wake up call because they kind of slipped into thinking he did. Oh my gosh! That's see that now you're working to steal man's. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know the judge you're presenting your case ex- before, right? That's exactly right. Uh, final pick. Uh, got to end strong here. I am. Uh, I'm going to go. I think to one of my counterparts. Um, yeah, I knew the first time I heard this line that we would use this against him probably many times on down the line. But I'm going with uh, Dave Hunziker winning culture with my Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a
have a winning culture. My final selection, TJ, Dave Hunziker, huh. winning culture. Man. Last drop, TJ, what do you got? Oh, there are three that I want all three of them. One of them actually is another uh, Dave Hunziker <laughs> drop. Um... This one may lose it for me, but I thoroughly enjoy this one, too. And, and part of it is Plank's response at the end. I'm going uh, Little Joseph with uh, bananas, waffles, and Tell I love Tell me all about it, buddy. How do we feel? bananas and waffles because I love dinosaurs. Joseph loves dinosaurs at number five. That's right, he says. Uh, all right, very good. All right, man, so many more uh, that Louis Oosthuizen should have been selected today for sure. Not today, Not today Satan. Satan. Where's that? Uh, Sooner Magic Now. That's the yeah, other Huntsiker no, no, no. clip. Pathetic and what is this didn't uh, make it in. So that's, what, 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 what is this? What is this? What have you given us? So recapping for you, Steelman, today's picks, uh, my five, it's TJ's fault. Skip Johnson takes shelter. Caleb Williams likes shopping. Uh, Brent, we kicking this off. And Dave Hunziker winning culture. TJ selects Bob Stoops, da-da-da-da-da. Michelle Tafoya wore me out last night. Love you, Ted. Bob Stoops, Lincoln Riley did not invent football. And Joseph loves dinosaurs. Um, you need a, a commercial break to think it over, or are you ready to render a verdict? Uh, I've, I've got the decision. Uh, yeah, this, this jury came back very quickly. And the winner is T.J. Perry, 42 points. Toby Rowland with 40. The Caleb Williams third-round selection. game is over. It is over. The Darko Milicic pick of Caleb Williams. And then T.J. came right back. T.J. came right back moments later and played Bob Stoops. Lincoln Riley didn't invent football. So he knew... He knew what the, how this judge rules. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of bias towards USC. And uh, I did so play I to the judge in that one. I knew I was saving it to hopefully yeah, be yeah, able to do me, that. You outmaneuvered me today, Teach. Very well, you earned it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got to admit, you earned it. Well done by you. Uh, thank you, Steelman. Very well done. And uh, we look. Yeah. Go, oh, sorry, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, somebody. I know you're up against the break, but real quick, I got. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with you guys, all right? All right, what did we do wrong, uh-huh. Uncle? Nobody wants to hear about the Reds or the Rangers or your peebly bottom pool or I ain't a dumpling or I ain't spaghetti, all right? I want Sooners all the time. That's right. This is the home of Sooner fans, not the home of what I ate last night, all right? So, DJ, you're the program director. I want you guys to think of three letters, A-S-S. Ass programming all <laughs> Sooners segments, all right? Oh, gosh, we can I'm kick sorry. it off first hour. We go every recruiting class from 2005 on, all right? Just read through them. God. Hour two. I, I can't Ted do that, Uncle. I can't moment. do that. Hour oh. two, Ted Roof's greatest moments. Might be a short segment right now, but you know what I mean? <laughs> then we yeah. go back. Should we go back to the old Big Eight? We talk about that. Bud versus Barry. Who you got and why? How about the secrets of Barry's bone? All right? Come on now. Easy. You know where I'm coming from? Easy. Now, DJ, I know you're coasting down with all this money, lake home, circle drive, personal pizza oven, more <laughs> vacation Gargoyles. time than Johnny Carson, all right? Probably got more money than Warren Buffett, but I want you guys to think ass. 
sooner segments from now on. Everybody, yeah. Get my uh, drift. Okay. All right, thank Uncle. You, we'll Uncle. think about it, Uncle. Uh, Sorry to disappoint you. See you. All right, thank you, still, man. Thank Get you. Better. Uncle. All right, that's fair. Honestly, though, it's TJ's fault. Every day I come in and I say, oh, "I want to talk nothing but Sooners today," and TJ's like, "No, no, no, no. Let's talk about what I had for dinner last We've night." We've never once in twenty years discussed what we're just going to talk about on the air. We just show up. Well deserved victory by you today. Uh, you earned it. That was well. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I got one foot out the door, TJ. That was a half-hearted attempt by me today. You're on so your way to Cancun. That's exactly right. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show. Big thank you to RK Black. They bring you this hour. Office technology solutions for your small and medium-sized business out there in Oklahoma or Kansas. Document management, fax, copier, printer, scanner. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. A lot of pressure off. I could off the have, schneid, baby. I could You're not off have sat the there for uh, the next five, six days on a three-game losing streak. So thank goodness I was able to pull yeah. that one off. So. Yeah. Woo. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Got to give this one to TJ. He knew his audience. Yep, that's right. You did. Um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't have picked that one, but I knew I had it in my back pocket, and I said, I'm saving this one because <laughs> Steely really hates Lincoln Riley, so he's going to love that one. So. I thought maybe making fun of Caleb Williams right. would work to my advantage. But it didn't. Just hearing his voice immediately put Mike in a bad mood. And uh, that was it. That was the draft right there. That was over. Uh, tell Toby it's Scott P. Back when we played softball out at Boomer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very good, <laughs> Scott. Uh, wow. I cannot believe he missed it. Didn't make the draft. I'll see myself out today. We haven't played that since, um, well, he walked out on us and broke our hearts. John Holcomb, so yeah, yeah I think I've got it in my drops. Actually, you, you I was don't say, have I don't it. Think yeah, I have let, that me, one, yeah. let me see here. Let me find that. Uh, yeah, I saw you uh, texting the trader the other night. You you roped me into that little three way text group, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I got nothing to say to this guy. He <laughs> that what you bailed said? on our show to go, uh, you know, be on another show, and so you were all being chummy, chummy with him over there. <laughs> Sorry, you were watching him on your TV at your lake house, your palatial estate, <laughs> your giant television, and so you're texting pictures. Look at who I'm watching. Look at who I'm watching on my big TV. <laughs> Seven foot six. You got to feed him biscuits with a shotgun. Come on now, people. Come on. <laughs> oh, baby, what a shot. Uh, Patrick from the Mont says he thinks the best sound bite actually comes from Steely's show yesterday. Lincoln Riley is the biggest hillbilly to have a mansion since Jed Clampett. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. That's funny. 
Uh, and another vote by Camo Sooner for uh, Hun Zigers. He missed it. He missed it. He missed it. One of my favorite drops of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Uh, Otani would look good in a Rangers uniform. Yeah, he would. They won't get him, but he would look good in a Rangers uniform. This is easy how it plays out. It's one of two places he ends up if the Angels sure. get rid of him. He's going to the Yankees or the Dodgers. What? No way. Yeah, that's my prediction right now. And then the Dodgers, who are in the same city, because apparently the Angels are like, I'm not, we're not in a good enough market to win. So he'll go across the street to the Dodgers. Help them contend every year. Across the street. You've obviously never been to Los Angeles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Across the street. Uh, Bumpy Rhodes says Zaxby's crushes all fast food chicken places. Uh, not true. I'm not a fan of Zaxby's. Uh, Where's Zaxby's? Uh, Zaxby's it shut down in Norman because no one went to it because it wasn't as good as Slim Chickens or Raisin Cane's. That's where it's at. Let's see who owns Zaxby's here real fast. Um, I'm looking it up. Go ahead and read me another text message. Uh, <laughs> Bernard Okoka owns Zaxby's. Uh, hmm. That doesn't help me much. No. It doesn't look like he's not like he's not wearing an Alabama hat or anything in this picture. He's just wearing a suit, so I can't tell who he's supporting. This one's Athens, a- Georgia. Oh no! Oh jeez! They're all SEC guys. <laughs> all the chicken places. We gotta, we gotta start a ticket, a chicken place to be in this conference, Teach. Uh, Gator's favorite drop. He hit it well, but he hit it where Spike lives. Hashtag Spike was safe. Gator loves him so Spike, man. Gator loves the Spike. <laughs> uh, what about old mama? No, old mama. Toby really doesn't play himself in drops much. No, I don't. I think the only one I have with me in it is. Preach! I think that's the only one I have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see, I've got this one. I discussed it. Brother myself. Sam Ochoa is, uh, is at the uh, defensive end on the, <laughs> the one defensive end, and Emmanuel Ochoa. Dos Achos. Those nacho, nacho achos. <laughs> or something. Or something. <laughs> oh, the best. Uh, oh, my this... God. I love working with him so much. Bob and Merv, those two years were just priceless, man. Oh, miss that uh, this uh, texture says Teddy easily has all the best sound bites, in my opinion. Oh, Teddy does have some good ones. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, barn fire is mentioned here in the textures. Yeah, that one gets, that gets used a lot. You it's, are pathetic. It works in so many different this ways. This is a disaster. <laughs> this is a barn fire. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. <laughs> That's your boy. <laughs> beacon of light. Uh, Put the frosting on the cake. Put the cherry on the sundae. Zaxby's would be better if they were consistent like Cane's. Poor quality workers and uh, with tasty food. That's from Cody. Hmm. All right. And last one here says, Hasn't Raising Cane's and Slim Chickens both been a sponsor of OU Athletics at one time or another? I know I've heard their names mentioned. That's from Jim and Arlington. Yeah, you better be careful, Toby. You like Raising Cane's, you for like sure. Raising Cane's had the, uh, uh, the kicking for chicken. Um... Uh, what was the other one? I don't, I don't remember Zaxby's. I don't remember doing reads for those guys. Um, so, anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe this is our next draft, TJ. we got to draft chicken places. <laughs> There's enough of them now. We could probably do that. Mm-hmm. But you would have to be the judge, so I don't know how we're going to do that. Yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that either. All right, what else you got? Anything else? Uh, we're there? caught up on the text line. Um, eight. <laughs> how about Uncle getting after us today, TJ? Talking about it's like he'd been saving that up or something. For a yeah, he did. He, 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 <laughs> he was wearing us out today. 831, quick break. Toby and TJ back with you. We head down the stretch of a Wednesday morning show after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. TJ captured it today. He came through, winner of today's daily draft. Two to one our score now. And we will put the draft now on hold until at least our uh, head-to-head on hold until next Tuesday. What TJ and Drake do while I'm gone is entirely up to them. Uh, I just ask that they please not drag the show into the depths of insanity and, uh, you know, sin, basically. I can't uh, guarantee anything. Please. I mean, I cannot get over this Rangers call last night. I don't know how you're keeping it together today. Oh, what no. a terrible call. They keep showing it over and over. What, what a terrible call. Here's my thing. Um, You were laughing at me for being so upset over the Reds sweeping us early in the year, and I said every game matters. Like, if they lose the division by a game, I'm going to go back to that call. Like, maybe they still lose that game last night, uh, you know. Maybe... The White Sox walk it off in the bottom of the ninth, and they go to extras, and the White Sox win. But that game should have been tied going to the ninth inning, not a run down. It totally changed the complexion of the game. I mean, it changed everything. So it was a horrible call that that Major League Baseball screwed up. The umpire didn't screw it up, yeah, and you can't be right. mad at him. right? He he got the call exactly right. Even when the Bochy got tossed, he's like, I got to toss you because you can't argue this. But he's standing there looking at Jonah Heim like, dude, like I – I can't explain it to you. I don't know what they saw. Like, I wonder what – have you read any explanation as to what – Not yet from ruled? them. What's funny is, like I said, the White Sox announcer said it was a bad call. White Sox fans – like, it's not just Ranger fans yelling about this. Like, everybody's confused about it, and I haven't seen a, a statement from Major League Baseball yet. The White Sox manager – I can't remember that dude's name. Uh, he played the whole – I never even saw the replay, because I can't yeah, I speak on the play. Yeah. You know, right. he played that as in, I know it was, it was, he goes, his thought was, we're not getting this overturned, but when it happened, obviously he's going to, you know, take that angle of it in the post-game press conference. Oh, I didn't even see it. They just told me to to review it, so we reviewed everything. We reviewed the whether the tag got there and whether he was blocking the plate. And he also said, which I found strange, and Elvis said this too, because Elvis was the run that scored there. Elvis Andrews was the run that scored. He said, I saw Jonah Heim was already standing on the plate when I was about to round third. And that's kind of the explanation the manager gave, too, of he set up initially wrong. Well, like, if you're just okay. if you're just rounding third, does it matter where he's standing if he sets up correctly? 
Does it matter if he's on the plate? Like, he may not even know you're going to try to score there. He's just standing there. And he shifted back, put the foot on the back side of the plate and to the side, and he swiped from the side. Like, so what does that matter if you were about to round third where he was standing? I believe the rule is you cannot be in, you cannot be in front of the plate until you have the baseball. Now, how far forward does that extend? Like what you're asking is if he's still 90 feet away, right? Does it matter because he could still have time to move out of the way, which it appears he did. It appears he's out of the way. There's plenty of plate to slide into. He catches it. It's a swipe tag. There's no collision at all. It looks like it was executed perfectly. That's the only thing I could think of as a possible explanation is that his initial setup, he's in the path, and then he gets out of the way, uh, which is not the spirit of the rule at all. But maybe you've got a stickler, um, you know, in the replay. I, I don't know. I think um, the impeding the home plate, uh, blocking home plate two goes away if the ball beats the runner, which it did. He right, had the yeah. ball and was holding it before Elvis started his slide. So, Once you've got the ball, you're allowed to move yes. in front of the plate. Gee, um, which he still didn't, but, I mean, he had that too. So, I don't know. I think the only reason Elvis cut in too is uh, his teammate's bat was on the one side and Jonah was on the one side of the plate, so he shifted inward to make it look like he had to— he was just trying to slide inside and avoid the tag. So— Here's the rule. Uh, MLB rule 6.01. Unless the catcher is in possession of the ball, the catcher cannot block the pathway of the runner as he is attempting to score. If, in the judgment of the umpire, the catcher, without possession of the ball, blocks the pathway of the runner, the umpire shall call or signal the runner safe. Notwithstanding the above, it shall not be considered a violation of this rule if the catcher blocks the pathway of the runner in a legitimate attempt to field the throw. That's something we saw the other night was the catcher was, it was a Reds game, the catcher was was out of the way. He was where he was supposed to be, but he the, the throw was like up the line a little bit, so in an effort to go get the throw, he kind of collided with the runner, and they were right. like, yeah, that's fine. You were just trying to catch the ball. This play last night, the, the Texas, if you haven't seen it yet, the Rangers catcher, Jonah Heim, is that right? Jonah Heim, yeah. He's actually behind the plate. He's like standing kind of between the plate and the backstop when he catches the ball. He's not even in the front of the plate at all. He catches the ball. He reaches down. He tags the guy's arm, sliding in. He's got the full plate. I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a better executed. And they called him for blocking the plate. It's just it's baffling. And it was the winning run. Yeah, it ended up being the winning run. That was the. I'm angry the for you. I'm angry for you. Now here's the good news: you got a huge break coming your way at some point this year. Everything evens out, TJ, in uh, life. Everything give me that evens break out. in October. Yeah, maybe maybe that's when it'll come. Maybe it'll be in the playoffs. But you've got a huge break coming your way at some point because you got robbed last night. Uh, fortunately, the Reds didn't need that. Uh, here we go. Teach talking baseball, just like uh, Steely's Steely's ad took quit talking baseball. That's right. Was uh, hoping we would. So, man, TJ, eleven thirty-five today. Got a day game. I'm already getting nervous a little bit in the stomach. 
It's June. I'm getting nervous great? over baseball it's games. It's great. And it's yes, not just did. the beginning of June. It's late June. You're almost to the All-Star break, and this is happening. You can tell you're good because, or, you know, my, my attitude has completely changed from this is the Rockies. We've got to be able to win a game from these guys to this is the Rockies. We've got to be able to sweep these guys. You know, that's <laughs> right. my, we can't lose a game to these guys. So <laughs> we'll see. That. And all three of our best starters are out. That's the amazing thing right now is the three best starting pitchers are all on the injured list. So, anyway, we'll see. Nobody cares. Collision course. Nobody cares. We're on a collision course, baby. How great would that be? It would would be you terrible. go to a World Series game with me in it, Arlington? It would be terrible. Like, I – it was crushing enough losing to the Cardinals and my cousin. I don't know that I could handle losing to the Reds in the well, World God, Series. I'm not your cousin. I know. I'm not going to give you a hard time about it or anything. And that's what's going to be worse about it, I think. <laughs> Like, would I you go have, to a game with me in Arlington? Yes, I definitely would do that. But I would have pure hatred in my heart once it was all over with, and I don't think I could work with you going forward. So, right, right. It would, now, end, the, it would end the show. It you the said show. that very clip, uh, very quickly. But I want to ask you again, <laughs> and I want you to slow down. Would you, if the Rangers and Reds were in the World Series, and I got us two tickets, would you go with me? Yes, three, absolutely. Because obviously, I got to take. We got to take Bronx, or you're right, not going to go. Right. So, if I got us three tickets. Would you actually go to a game? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm wearing a Reds hat or yes. maybe a shirt. I might wear a Joey Votto bodysuit. I don't know exactly what I'm going to wear, but it will be Cincinnati. Uh, yes, without a doubt. Uh, Chad and I went to a game, and he was in his Cardinal gear. So I, that, I would have no problem going to a game with you at all. You're the best. So, yeah. Uh, let's hope Because I would hope that outcome was the same uh, for you as it was for him because Derek Holland dealt that night, <laughs> shut the Cardinals down, and he was trash talk the entire night. <laughs> he hated Rangers he hated fans leaving. or you? Uh, everybody, me and everybody else. I'm like, hey, join in. Trash talk this loser. <laughs> you would do that to me? You I would do definitely that do that to you. My son would probably lead the way. You know, I would walk in into the middle of the section. I would say, hey, man. If we can't win, I hope all you guys win. Uh, I, re- I respect your team. I love this guy right here. But this is my best friend. <laughs> Very happy for the Rangers that they've made it this far. And uh, I hope the Reds win tonight, but we can't. I'm going to be happy for you guys. You know I would take the sting out of the, seg- the section as soon as I said Throw that. your hot dogs at him. Tell him to shut <laughs> up. Now, where can I get the, the, the uh, helmet full of nachos around here? Anybody know? <laughs> <laughs> They'd probably show you real quick. It ends up on your head. Uh, 8.46. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up the show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800. Or visit rkblack.com. It is time for the crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. All right, wrapping it up on a Wednesday, we welcome in now at Plank's show. Chris, did you see that uh, story yesterday about the guy in Colorado? Yeah, thanks, Perry. Thanks for sending us that. 
60-year-old man, TJ, uh, perished on a whitewater rafting excursion. Oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't sound like it was anything too maybe more crazy than what either you or I did, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know if he fell off and banged his head or he got trapped or what the deal was, but not good. I'm glad it was after you went, though. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine reading that before you went? If it would have been before, or the like, the, the night before, we'd be yeah. eating that money. It's like, yeah, we're not. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> I think you'd be able to get the refund at that point. You think so? Yeah. Hey, I, uh, I got some audio for you. Yeah. Did you uh, happen to watch the LSU game last night? Yeah. Nate Ackenhausen. Oklahoma boy. From I don't think I knew that. Where'd he go? From Owasso. Oh, okay. So yeah. his post game was a trip. And he drops this. It's it's there's a little uncomfortableness in here, but he drops this about uh you know his performance in the World Series. Leah Van Baton Rouge advocate. Nate, you told me the other day that you were here watching your friend David pitch for Oklahoma last year. So what was kind of your reaction today when you got the start on the mound at the College World Series? Um, it was cool. Uh, about it. <laughs> simple, simple. Um, he, uh, I can't remember what he did, but I know he dominated his, so I had to, I had to at least dominate today or, you know, he'd have the upper hand, <laughs> brag about it, so. <laughs> I don't know. I think he punched out like 15. <laughs> How cool was that? How Sandman. cool was that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, Notre Dame, right? Oh yeah, I think TJ was it Notre Dame that Sandlin beat. I think that's right. Jake beat A and M, and then in the second game, I think it was Sandlin against A and M, and then Cade came back against A and M. Came back against A and M. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Think so. Anyway, yeah, he did deal, man. He was fantastic, and he's crushing it in the Royals organization. Is he really right now too? Yeah. Honestly, a guy that it it still just wows me and. I know he was much better than this take, but it was just seemed like he really came to life in the Big Twelve po- in the Big Twelve yeah. tournament. Now he had pitched well at times during the season, but it's just wild how everything synced last year, right? And Jake then, Bennett was pretty steady all year. Preach. David Sandlin was up and down. Like he had a, a couple of starts where he was great. He had some where he didn't get out of the second or third inning. You know, it, it was anything but what you saw. And and you're right. There's a lot of talk about what uh Cade Horton did at the end of the year and rightfully so but I mean Sandlin came on like gangbusters too he was unbelievable yeah absolutely that's what it takes everything's just got to gel at just the right time and it and did that's why you you can't get too bent out of shape when in uh you know March it's not clicking on all cylinders you know you can't well, this team's not going anywhere. I'm, You'd never know. Look at TCU this year. Mm-hmm. TCU was 7-10 and 10 in the Big 12 and in seventh place. Very much on the outside of the NCAA tournament. And here they are playing in the Final Four. It's crazy. You never know. And, and you, you mentioned the numbers were is, are so eerily similar to where TCU was to where Oklahoma yeah. is right now. I'm loving it. I'm here for Are you liking the pace of the game? I feel like they're cooking this year yeah. a little bit. I think this is a this was a very unpopular opinion early, but I think it's kind of caught on. I think the rule changes they made were fantastic. Uh in Major League Baseball and in college baseball, this 
I, I don't love the idea of having a pitch clock in a baseball game, but it has really made the game not just quicker, but it's the, the pace of it. It's just more enjoyable. I think even the players are like, all right, this is better. This is, you know, the, the pitches are coming faster. The batters are not messing around for 45 seconds between pitches. It's, <laughs> well, it's and, really helped. And you saw bigger crowds through college baseball this year, including mm-hmm. OU, and you've seen massive crowds compared to the last four or five years in Major League Baseball. They put out the thing on Monday that it was the largest crowds they had had at this point in the year since 2017 across the board. Wow. So that you is think they're related? Awesome. I think it's all related. Yeah, I do. I mean, it cut off a significant amount. It it was, I don't know, 18 to 20 minutes a game or something like that this year. Uh, that's a that's a pretty healthy chunk of time, you know. So Now, we still played some long ones. Well, we had like a four-and-a-half-hour game, nine-inning game one time this year. I can't remember who that was against, but it was better. It's been it fun. Is, is is softball going to consider something like that? I heard some scuttlebutt so, about that in the World Series. They had no, um, but it, it's interesting. Well, I didn't. I didn't mean to be so abrupt. Yes, there's a conversation. No, Toby. No, you're idiot. wrong. Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry my, my bad. <laughs> I apologize, man. But uh, there, it's not technically a pitch clock, but softball has a pitch clock. You know, there's not a, a thing out on the wall. The problem is it's like an umpire's discretion. I think it's called the 10-5-5 rule. You know, so you, you know, he's supposed, he or she are supposed to be, you know, keeping a time. And if you don't go, we saw a delay of game actually get called in the World Series for the first time. And it happened hmm. against Florida State when they were playing Tennessee. Yeah, I don't, they changed the rule about hopping so we can stop losing yeah, our minds about that. That. Yeah. that was hilarious. But I think... I think there is a very large and loud faction on the TV side that's going to get what they want, and they they want to get this back in that two-hour window. And I think the way that they're going to try to do it, and they're going to see the success, like you brought up a baseball and college. Why are baseball. the World Series games so much longer than regular season games? Is it the TV time? Is it the commercials that are? Longer yeah, I've or? got a I've got an unpopular take on that. But when you add a minute and a half to each commercial break, and then three minutes before we finally get back to playing, maybe it's time to look in the mirror whenever it comes to pace of play in softball. But I I would imagine that we are going to get a clock at some point, Tiro. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well. Somebody get my trip to Cancun because this one's over. Get your bathing suits and your suntan lotion. It's time to go home. Have a good show, Chris. <laughs> See you, Toby. I'll be back Tuesday. Have a uh, have a great rest of your week, everybody.